Good day, my friends. Hey, it's Dwayne Klassen here, and welcome to The Remarkable Man Show. I am glad you're here. Yeah, gentlemen, we have got an incredible program today. And before I get to introducing my special guest, gentlemen, I want to remind you, hit that subscribe button. If you're on iTunes, please subscribe. Give us an honest review. It really helps with the algorithm. And of course, if you're watching the episode on YouTube, please subscribe, give us a thumbs up, give us a comment. Gentlemen, every little bit of your participation really helps get the program out there to the world. Certainly appreciate it. All right, gentlemen, let's get into today's program. I have my special guest, my friend, Adam Hall is here. Yeah. Gentlemen, if you are going through your perfect storm, if you're going through a lot of challenges right now, you really want to lean in and listen to what Adam has to say. Adam has gone from incredible wealth, success and abundance in his life and living the high life, if you will, and having everything from bottle service to the trophy wife, he had everything. However, this was not his calling. He knew this and ended up going on a spiritual quest, if you will. Went down to Peru. He's uh, been a student of some of the most incredible minds on the planet to really uncover the remarkable man that he is. And we actually get into a very powerful conversation that really is important to men in today's world with everything that is happening. Adam is the author of the groundbreaking book, Divine Genius the unlearning curve. And this is why you really want to lean in because Adam goes deep into some of the really core aspects of who and what we are as men. And gentlemen, you truly have a genius within. Uh, just to give you a little bit more of the 411 on Adam and through his book, his coaching and his speaking, Adam helps people speed up the unlearning curve to access their divine mind and the unlimited wisdom, guidance, and knowledge of the divine genius through the genius process. And we'll uncover a little bit about that in the program. And Adam also helps listeners define the difference between divine doing and divine being. Involution and evolution, a process to unlearning the problem that creates all problems and answers to the problem. Gentlemen, buckle up and let's enjoy it. The conversation with Adam C. Hall. Let's go. Gentlemen, the world needs remarkable men. This is your time, and this is your show. I'm your host, Dwayne Klassen, and welcome to the Remarkable Man Show. Adam Hall, welcome, brother, to the Remarkable Man Show. Glad to have you. Glad to be here today, Dwayne. These are exciting and interesting and challenging times, are they not? And I look forward to diving in with you today and see where we want to go. Absolutely. And that really brings in, you know, because because the fact we are in unprecedented times and this world is going a little crazy. And right now, men in particular are going through a lot right now. And brothers, I want you to really lean in on this conversation because I know a lot of you are going through your perfect storm. You're going through the dark night of the soul you might be feeling like you are just at, at your wit's end. Well, I wanted to bring Adam on because of what he's gone through. And I brought him into the Remarkable Man space 
simply because I believe he brings that remarkable energy. And you want to lean in because Adam has gone through his dark night of the soul. And I wanted him to be on this show to share that. So you know that there are, there are men, there are brothers, there are leaders out there that truly have your back. And Adam is one such gentleman. So Adam, I do want to get into your book. And before we do, though, I want to give my audience a little bit of context because you have such an incredible backstory. And I think if we start there, then we can build up on that conversation. Sounds sounds really good. And thank you for, you know, sharing a little bit about where we are today as men. I deeply feel the challenges that that we are facing and, yeah. and they are quite extraordinary. And, you know, I'm here because I've been rolling through those dark nights and uh, evolving and stepping into supporting others and loving others. And, you know, we're here together because our, our collective dream can be redreamed. So I'm here to explore that with you today and how we can dream a new way forward for men and how we can support each other and also support the world that so dearly calls us. No calls question. Each of us now, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. So you, you, you said it really perfectly, the redream. And there was a, a time in your life that where you were going in a, per, a particular trajectory. And then the universe kind of said, uh, yeah, um, no, you've got a new direction that you're going and incredibly painful, incredibly uh, challenging. So why don't you give us a little bit of that story? Well, exactly, because the trajectory was uh, the one of, uh, you know, conquer the world, you know, the right. win or lose mentality. Uh, and I kind of lived by a, a, a motto, you know, that, that proverbial my way or the highway or get the F out of my way because right. I'm here to, you know, conquer the world and do what I well, what I thought was to be done. And in the U.S., we have, you know, something that I, is, is we call the American dream. Let's build the big house and let's get in the clubs and the cars and all that fancy right. and all that great stuff. And, and, and I went out and did that as an entrepreneur and a CEO of a, of a small real estate investment banking company. Hmm. And it, it, the strangest thing happened, Dwayne. I had just closed my, my biggest transaction ever. Hmm. Well, it was a major transact hotel transaction with Wall Street on on Wall Street from J.P. Morgan, as a matter of fact. And I did that, and my God, I didn't feel the thrill of that victory. Hmm. And I said to myself, "Why am I not feeling good? You know, why is it Tums in the morning and tequila at night? Right? You know, am I paying attention?" to my own well-being? Am I hmm. paying attention to my children? And the stark answer was, no, you better pay attention. Now, so, was this the first time that you experienced that level of awareness about why is this not fulfilling me? Or is this well, just the it, biggest it, moment? Well, no, it, 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 def it was the first time where it was like a really stark reality where there it was, yeah. success in that. Now, the pieces that were leading me to that were more like the breakdown because mm. my pathologies 
of, of drinking and spending time uh, with the boys at the club, having right. a nice Cuban cigar, you know, doing all of that was just a buildup to this moment that would be, you know, presented me like with, uh Oh, you better think about this. You better pay attention. And then I, you know, I live by this uh, law, you know, we all, we all kind of have these mottos in our lives, you know, motivational mottos. And, and I heard this one early on in my real estate career and this big mucky muck billionaire guy, he got up there at one of those big conferences. Of course it was all men. Sure. And, and he, and he says, and he says, gentlemen, whatever you do in this business, you better live by the law of the jungle. Mm-hmm. When the sun comes up, whether you're the lion or gazelle, you better run like hell. Eat or be eaten. And right. that's how I live my life, figuring I got to provide for my family. I got to protect, you know, protect my family. I got to do these things that we men are pigeonholed into doing. Now, sure. that's not to say they're right or wrong, if you know what I mean. So I live that, that, that life. And ultimately, there came that point that says, wait a second, think again, think about how you want to move forward in your life. And that's when I begin to to pivot. That's Hmm. when I begin to really think, well, wait a second, there's got to be another way through my own fears, my own trepidation, my own sense of not being worthy, my own sense of being rejected, Hmm. unaccepted. You know, and that's where I was functioning and it wasn't so, so, so good. If you kind of, if you sense what I'm saying, but that's what was going down. So you're playing at a high level at this time and yet you still have the unworthiness card being played. Well, I, you know, as you know, from just your walk and your path and over the years, Dwayne, and and many of, uh, of, of us men can 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 relate to or at least yeah. we can understand is that you know some of the, the the people that are playing at the highest levels are also people that are living in fear sure and they are constantly in a state of movement you know they can't they can't get comfortable in their own skin and i train men like this right and they're ready yep. because either they're, they're they're most certainly we're in a state of disease when we're like that because sure. we're not living holistically if you know what i'm saying but ultimately that idea of living in the world that's seemingly driven by 60 or 70 or 80 hour or weeks or whatever it is it doesn't even have to be that if we're in that state of disease and disconnection what I found, and that was the driver of what was, you know, pumping cortisol into my system, right. putting weight on myself, you know, not you know, really being angry, you know, just an angry, angry guy when I, when I think about it, you know, that my life was full of a lot of great things. Sure. But if the anger is there, hey, let's, let's be real. And I had to get real with myself, if you know what I mean, like right. radical honesty. I get like, it. No, <laughs> Not bullshitting yourself, Adam, is the kind of message that I had to get into. It was, it was painful. Yeah. Mm. So are, are you in a relationship at this time while, while you're going through this transition? Yeah, I, I, I married my junior high and high school sweetheart. 
Oh wow! And uh, we and we have three gorgeous daughters. Mm, nice. And get get a, get a load of this, Dwayne. I have five granddaughters. No. Yeah. Wow. Five, five granddaughters. You know, you know, you know what the odds of that are? Mm. 0.3 percent. Wow. <laughs> well, you look great so, for a grandfather for sure. Well, you know, got some I good genes so going for you. I turned 60 a few months ago, but hey, here is a, here's, here's like, here's the universe, for, for example, offering uh, some wisdom from mm-hmm. the feminine as a man, as a father, yep. playing a role seemingly. <clears throat> and that is, <clears throat> it delivered to me these powerful women, be it my mother, right. be it my, my wife, be it my daughters who are now my greatest teachers and my youngest one uh, jada she's one and she's my youngest reader of my my new book divine <laughs> genius but she she's she's reminding me she calls me pops mm. pops you you gotta you gotta remember to be a magical be careful wow. everything you know kind of get back to that old uh what would we say um that little adam that little right not not the wounded little adam because that wounded little adam is has been very present in my life and yeah. i'm certainly still working with my own wounds and traumas as a man because mm-hmm. otherwise i wouldn't be here talking with you and hanging sure. out but it ultimately you know it the reminder is to find that magic yes that joy Mm-hmm. doing that for me so i don't know do you have are you, are you have uh, children or family yourself i i don't you, uh par, part of part of my transition what i what i call my perfect storm and this is why i, I kind of relate to a little bit of your story in uh 2008 um i was living the dream i i had a multi-million dollar outdoor advertising company that was literally doing this we had just set up our offices in Las Vegas for our U.S. Uh, HQ. I was in, uh, I was engaged to the woman of my dreams at that time. And I had a seven-year-old son from a previous relationship. Uh, but in about an 18-month period, I found out that my son was not mine. And I had also manifested some less than honorable people to help me run my company. And... I lost my mojo. I lost my edge because I identified so much of who I was as a man as being this creator of this, this business and also being a dad. And so when this all unfolded, uh, and I also was engaged to a, an alpha woman. She was very strong, very spirited, very uh, successful in her own right. And when I met her, I was at the top of my game. I was her remarkable man. And I was in my authentic masculine energy so that she could balance that out or or, or let go of the need to be in her masculine all the time. Mm -hmm. And she could drop into her divine feminine. But when I lost my edge, Adam, I, I dropped out of that masculine energy and went more into a feminine energy where I was, uh, it, it wasn't serving me. I wasn't tapping into the gifts that the feminine brings. I was tapping into indecisiveness and just not feeling my power and my edge. And so she ended, we ended up going into the friend zone 
I mean, going from this incredibly dynamic relationship and uh, she ended up getting a great opportunity to go back east. And I said, you got to do what you got to do. So that that was my my experience. And this was the catalyst to learn about what it, what was going on in my life. And when I did my own you know, level three diagnostic on myself, I realized that I was not alone. There was a lot of men out there that were going through what I was going through. And we didn't have a language for it. We just didn't know what's going on. Why, why do I not have this, this edge? And so I started making this my life's purpose to understand what was going on with men. And I call it the malaise of men. And it's happening around the world. So the remarkable man became my goalpost. And I created a movement around that and been doing it now for 14 years. And well, love that. Love that, Dwayne. Thank, thank you for sharing that and for all the work you're doing. I, I, I really feel that, you know, as your goalpost and well, maybe it's your soul post. You know? I love that. Absolutely. It, 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 that feels very powerful for me. And, you know, it's, it, I, I totally relate when, you know, the, the, the king loses his footing. Yes. Uh, and, and ultimately the gift of it, at least I found through that, let's call it the, 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 um, the fall or the, uh, the dark night of the soul, which right. of course, as you beautifully said, became the gift. Mm-hmm. You, know, you you embraced it as well. This is also the opportunity. Right. We aren't going to sit there and lament or become the victim of you know these circumstances in our life because as you you know and the Earth School offers us opportunity to springboard into our you know our truly our greatest uh, well into the remarkable man or men that we are. Sure. So I, I'm yep. so alive with what you you're sharing and. You know, these, you know, these are extraordinary times and each of us as men are going through our own particular circumstances. And uh, you and I both are in our journeys and doing, uh, showing up on our work. And, you know, one of the things, you know, that, that I've been, you know, paying a lot of attention to, because I, I do a lot of work with, with men and as you do, and, you know, the stats are really challenging, you know, when we look at what's happening, <clears throat> for example, in the United States, uh, men aren't, aren't going to postgraduate, aren't going to school after high school. Yeah, <laughs> it's incredible. Highest it's incredible rate. what's happening there. It, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's happening it's, in Canada, it's, too. It's just stunning. Yeah. yeah, it's it's like, and, you know, there's everything from statistics that the fertility rate of our younger generations of men are declining to our suicide rates are enormous mm-hmm. to, you know, the big stat out right now, kind of in this uh, new era, is that people and men in particular are leaving their places of work because it's so unfulfilling. They right. may be having, yep. you know, making great money, but they're going, wait a second. I'm not feeling that mojo within my heart, my soul. I'm not feeling that it's bringing me alive. And all this is a confluence of events, as we know that there, the planet is moving away from an old paradigm, which is a very patriarchal right. kind of paradigm, a masculine paradigm. And there's a lot of 
backlash uh, to, to men, you know, toxic masculinity and uh, blah, 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 blah. Right. And so we men are, you know, in our own space of great, great challenge. And I'll, I'll, I'll leave this, that thought with you kind of just kind of hopefully creating some context to yeah. our journey and the journey that our, our brothers are going through. And I, I, I spent a lot of time uh, over the years with a very dear friend who's uh, a beloved friend, no longer with us. And her mm. name was Barbara Marks Hubbard. Oh, yes. And, and Barbara, Love her work. Beautiful yep. evolutionist, conscious evolutionist. And we would spend doing hours just talking and visiting and, you know, looking at the trajectory of, of, of humanity and where we're going. I had and, the pleasure of meeting her uh, well, 14 years ago at a men's conference here in Calgary. Well, 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 there you go. Yeah. And, you, you know, Dwayne, she often would end our conversations by touching me on the leg with mm. her hand and looking me in the eye and saying, Adam, I don't know what the men are going to do. Mm. And she would, she repeated this many times and it was her own way of saying, Adam, show up there you go men because we need each other our communities our families need us men women need us men and i'll be damn i joke it upon myself to get out of my own damn way and my own pain and my own sense of identity and find out the authenticity of, of what it means to be a man. And that was a journey in its own right, like you were talking about. And we'll talk about that for a minute, Al, Adam. But what, how did you transition from playing in the corporate world and, and feeling that sense of unfulfillment and then answering the call that well, brought you that, to this moment in time? Well, thank you for that. Because, you know, if you think about it, you know, uh, I when I was growing up, um, I didn't, I didn't have a role model. Mm -hmm. You know, I'd look to the TV screen back in the sixties and late sixties and seventies. And, you know, who were these role models, these, these athletes, um, these celebrities, uh, musicians, you know, and my dad, he wasn't the role model. Mm. You know, he was, in his own place of light and love, but also in his own place of pain. Right. In his own place, right. trying to find a way forward for him to be a man. So here I was that I had no clue. And I, you know, uh, being the Aries that I am, I had to go out and kind of, you know, make my place in the world, you know, plant my staff, so to speak, in the world. And um, so I was, I was lost. And so I adapted a way more that was more about surviving, conquering, winning losing and these kind of things and so you didn't you didn't have a a great connection with your dad or he wasn't the role model that you were hoping you'd get out of this life well i would say both although my mm. parents were married 63 years wow i would felt the presence of my dad but it was more like a shadow presence mm. it was more like a presence that didn't quite see who i was quite frankly, because he didn't have a chance to really quite see who he was. Right. 
And, you know, it's very mm-hmm. powerful, these familiar and these lineage in the shamanic traditions, we think of lineage because our familiar imprints come through generations. Yes. And yeah. so a lot of stuff that comes into, hanged into my life came through his father. Now, I'm not a victim of any of it because- sure you know, as God's grace would go, it offers me an opportunity to move through it, not to try to run around it by pathologies like drinking and doing other stuff and all this other stuff, but to have to move through it. And I had to bite the bullet to say, you know, I need to move through it because I want to discover who I am as a man in my authentic man. Mm -hmm. And that took me here. Here's the thing that we really was like, like, whoa, this was like, as a man, like, wow, wait a second. I needed, to, I need to get in touch with my inner feminine mm-hmm. to really, truly understand and realize and experience what it means to be a man. That's what I had to do. So talk to about it. that for a moment, Adam, because yeah. the men listening right now are going, whoa, wait a minute. Time out. Yeah. I don't have feminine energy. Nope, nope, nope. I'm. You know, and a lot of men have this visceral kind of response to it where it's like, <clears throat> now you're going down a different uh, rabbit hole here. Kind of give them the, the, the insight that they need to wrap their head around what the feminine energy is for men. Well, that's a good, that's very good because there's a, such a misnomer and a misconception about feminine energy. Right. Obviously it, it is, it is significantly different than the masculine, you know, the yang energy that is strives, it gets things done. It's more rectangular. It's linear, the A to B to C it's like that. Right. And that's not to say women don't adapt that that's a masculine energy. Women can adopt that too, but just like women can adopt masculine energy for positive, for, you know, for better or for worse, as we know, sure. Men can also adapt feminine energy for better or for worse. So the key, what I found for understanding and why embracing these key attributes of feminine energy made a difference and helped me to understand and be more powerful, clear. So I could penetrate the world, not just penetrate woman, right? Penetrate the world with light and love and, and, and just what, what were each of us are here to do. And that energy is in most simple terms is one that is one of receptivity. Right. Um, just think about receptivity for a minute because, well, wait a second, we're in the world and we want to be receptive to all the abundance of this quantum field, this magnificence of the world. And at the same time, we can close it off as men because we're not being receptive. So the feminine principle of receptivity allows other energy, love, for example, kindness, Mm -hmm. for example, joy, for example, abundance, money, resources, for example, to penetrate into us as men, we get to receive instead of always having to to, to give and go. Right, right. So this is a very powerful energy. And it's a very thing that I would encourage every man to drop into, to feel in their life. I'm here to create the space within my own heart, my own mind, my own body to receive that which I'm being invited to, to hold in my heart. And that can be, and that may be a relationship, maybe mm-hmm. you're seeking the beloved. 
you know, maybe you're looking for signs from the nature that are going to offer you a way to be a bigger service and feel more fulfilled and make money, right. whatever that is. The other thing about the feminine energy, and we I won't go on too long about it, but it's a big conversation. It surely is. Is A is receptivity and B is discernment. Mm. Okay, let's be really discerning about where we're putting our focus. Right. Let's put our discerning where we're putting our thoughts, who we're putting our thoughts on, where we're penetrating the world in our own way. I mean, I'll tell you something, you know, I, much, I love women, for example, and there's a lot of beautiful women out here in California, and I'm happy to walk along and, you know, admire beautiful things or beauty sure. in the world. And at the same time, you know, I want to be discerning, right. obviously respectful to my partner, <laughs> respectful to myself. And at the same time, it's like, whoa, I could just go jump on that and have a lot of fun, right? Mm -hmm. So let's be discerning about where we want to put our attention and who we want to give our attention and our life and our love to. So receptivity and discernment. And you tell me how that has played. Maybe it's played into your life a little bit because it sounds to me like you've moved into a powerful place of of receptivity and discernment, Dwayne. I mean, am I am I off on that? Absolutely. For you gentlemen listening or watching on YouTube, know that what Adam's talking about in regards to the feminine energy, like you have experienced feminine energy almost pretty much every day. Uh, when you're communicating, when you're nurturing, when you are connected to a, a thought or an idea, the creative part of you, that's truly tapping into your feminine energy. And there's there's a balance and when, when to tap into that, when it's going to serve you. And when, when the authentic masculine serves you as well. And th this is exactly where I went when I was discovering why I went into the friend zone and why I wasn't feeling that authentic uh, masculine energy and why it wasn't there. And I, when, I, when I started learning more about masculine and feminine energy, there was a time when I was like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute, I can't can't go too far into that. Or because uh, I'm certainly not switching teams anytime soon. Mm -hmm. You know, and a lot of a lot of the brothers that I would, was bringing this up with, they were thinking the same thing. But once they understand the divine nature of the feminine and the power behind it, and a lot of men don't equate femininity with power. And once you do, once you recognize it, wow, there is such a, an incredible world that absolutely unfolds in front of you when you tap into that and respect totally. it for what it is. Totally, totally, yep. brother. And I'm so with you. And, you know, it, it's an extraordinary power, as a matter of fact. And I know this may be uh, may shock a few, but it's, uh, you know, this puny little male mind is just that <laughs> compared to the massive power of the feminine force in its own way but the beauty of this dance both for men and women you know this is a this is a this is a giving and receiving thing is that we can dance as men in polarity with this energy and this divine dance or whatever you want to call it because in that dance and in that place of dancing with that and bringing that energy together 
it creates a powerful force of connection into a third energy mm -hmm. that launches both the masculine energy and the feminine energy into another force. Yes. And, and, a, and a way to think about this is we had um, the other night I was, I've been fortunate. I've been able to kind of glamp outside on my deck here in Santa Barbara. So I was kind of can't, I, I've been spending most of the summer just out there in the, in the garden. And right. the other night, a, 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 a thunderous storm moved in, like it just came in and, it, and all of a sudden it was, you know, rock, rocking boom, across the ocean. And then it got closer and it got closer. And then the bolts were jolting. I <laughs> love like, that. I love that. Powerful dance yeah. of energy that was colliding and connecting in a very feminine movement of energy that was kind of awakening my, well, my own Kundalini, to be quite frank with you, mm. but also yes. just in inviting me to really embrace the 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 being in that relationship with that that feminine, that, that divine feminine energy, both within myself, but of course within a partner. And that doesn't mean it's a, a, a woman that could be another man for sure. you as a man. That's not the point. Yep. The point is, is how you want to create that polarity because, you know, like you were saying, you know, a lot of times we feel we can, it, it, you know, I, at least I, you know, can, I felt deflated as a man, you know, lost the confidence, the mojo, all of a sudden, you know, we be, you know, become friends, like you say, with somebody that you probably had a very, strong polarity at one time and right. have even been extremely erotic or blissful or euphoric and these kind of things and sometimes mm -hmm. when that goes out as a man it's like my god the plug has been pulled and they don't know what where i'm gonna go and you know all of a sudden the confidence goes out the door like a vacuum and we need to we need to be supporting each other to address some of these these kind of things because they're debilitating if you know what i'm saying Indeed. And it's a great segue because you talked about uh, that divine energy and you talked about the Kundalini energy and this, this energy that pervades, you know, it's pervasive everywhere and it exists in the space between you and I. You've come up with an amazing book with a great title, The Divine Genius. And tell us more about that and what every man, every woman has they're able to access if they so choose it's out there and you've tapped into something incredible i believe and i think the, the men need to know what uh, what is possible for them so tell us more well, about the divine genius ab absolutely and thanks for mentioning the new the new book and i actually got it right here and uh and you know one of the cool things that that i will share with you if you see that image of that condor that eagle I love that rain, rainbow, yep. rain, rain, rainbow, condor, and eagle. And this is about lifting our wings, man. This is about uh, all of us, men and women, you know, really setting ourselves free from the condition, past conditionings and the limiting belief systems that, you know, we grew, grew up in. And my gosh, I, I certainly grew up in, in, in an environment that, you know, kept me locked in a place of fear, but conquering and winning mm -hmm. and losing. But ultimately it wasn't a game of winning or losing. It was a game of about how long you can stay on the playing field, how long you can play this game and be effective at this game. 
both in body and in our hearts and in our minds and in our souls and in our spirit that we can show up and play this infinite game where we, uh, anything is possible. I mean, just think about it, Dwayne. This is an amazing human. This operating system is stunning. Mm-hmm. And its ability to rejuvenate um, is profound. And, you know, one of the things that I've studied from an ecological and biological perspective of where those two disciplines come together is how mother nature regenerates and how she offers us the greatest secret ever, especially during this time and these times to come, because it's just the warm up show. I mean, if you're, this is this is this is training camp, so to speak, for lack of a better analogy, because we're the, the, coming into your greatest power and your greatest truth as a man, as a woman, is going to be more important than ever. So the yeah. idea of the divine genius, the unlearning curve, is 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 the the premise and the hypothesis is is you don't need to acquire anything. In mm. other words, we have been given this amazing potentiality this brain that is malleable where we can rewire and refire there's these cellular bodies where we can activate dormant dna you know we have this extraordinary capability right and the idea of the divine genius the unlearning curve is it puts forth a way a process and insights and wisdom that offer the reader an opportunity to move through what no longer serves them. Mm-hmm. And I identify one problem and one source, and that one problem and that one source that created all other problems. That's a big statement. I know, folks, but that <laughs> is the idea, idea of our ego separate self. So the idea is, a, is, is just an idea in the mind that separates us from our connection of who we are. Right. And so the unlearning curve is about unlearning that thought system of the ego. And I offer a process to do that. Mm-hmm. And when that is done, what remains is your audacious self. Mm. You're a wonderful, beautiful, loving, kind self that's fully abundant and connected to the universe now that's a journey and that's why we're here together to share it so that's a little bit of the book and a little bit about the journey of what right what i'm putting forth there there's undoubtedly men out there that are listening right now that are feeling very myopic and in that they're just isolated alone uh, we're in a system right now where they're all, everyone's masked up. Everyone's sense of identity is, uh, is, is being lost. Men are losing their jobs or they're, you know, they're, they're standing for their sovereignty. And yet there's, there's so much going on that they can't even focus on themselves. Like they're trying to get out of this darkness that they're in. And everywhere they turn, if it's social media or mainstream media, it's just all, all fear-based. What could you tell the brothers that are going through this right now where they just don't feel that they feel that, that genius or that divine nature within themselves? How could they, you know, do, is there an exercise or a, 
an, an idea that they can implement into their lives to help them find a little bit more of who and what they truly are. Absolutely. And yeah, these are extraordinarily difficult times. And, you know, my heart is with, with all of you men that are feeling these, these challenges and, uh, you know, know this, you're, you're not alone. We are all here together as men and as uh, obviously as humanity, but more importantly, as men. And, you know, and you may be saying, well, I get that, but what is what is that going to do for me right now? Right. You know, what is that? What is it going to lift me out of this place of, you know, these masks and these new ways of functioning in the world? And, you know, we just kind of don't know which way to turn or which way to go. And, you know, ult- uh, one of the things that I would share, it was a key part of part of, part of my work. And it's also an outgrowth of my work uh, as an 18 year student of A Course in Miracles mm-hmm. is to tune into to two things. One is the outside picture is a reflection of an inward reality. Right. The outside picture is a reflection of an inward reality. So that initially could be like, oh my God, the outside, it's crazy, it's wild, I don't know anything. That's just asking you, it's like a sign on the freeway, go this way come inside. So the first thing is, is to move away from outside things, whether that's news or noise or people or negative influences to move back, to step away from those things that are, have, that, that are really toxic in, in their own way and to move into an inward reflective period. So we often hear a lot about meditation sitting in stillness. I have a deep practice every day. I need to begin right. well with a, with, a, with a cup of tea and just some breaths and maybe some reading and contemplative thought. I, I love to explore th- different things that are like astrology or symbols or, you know, read something, a, po- a po- poetry, you know, Rumi. So I, I try to find things that are going to say, oh, let's remember this key indelible ground of mm-hmm. my own being. So that's critical because if I don't do that, then I get launched into my day and that whirlwind takes me into the chaos and the conflict and all of that. And, and, and a lot of it's unconscious. We're not, not even thinking about it. If you're starting to think about it, it's, there's a multitude of energy that's already going on in the deeper layer. And that's where it creates disease and things of that nature. So first and foremost, yep. attune within, tune within your, your yourself. And then the other piece that I like to offer is really to see things how they are, not how you want them to be. In mm. other words, get get real. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know, stop. I I, I was a big bullshitter. I bullshit myself. <laughs> You know, I, nope. I, you know, and I'd like to see, oh, I'm going to fantasize. It's going to be this way. Let's get real aware we are right now. So just that check-in, you know, there's more to that and sequentially, but just a really, you know, man to man, you man to man, man to soul, man to heart, man to body, check-in. And, you know, if you think, well, I don't have 10 or 15 or 20 minutes, well, you do have 20, 10 or 15 yeah. or 20 minutes because if you don't, you might, you're just as well dead. 
and that and I don't know how to say it any other way. So take that time for yourself to tune in and listen, and that will guide you to your next steps. Show up for that, and I think then you'll be quite surprised at the results you get and who who you are and your brilliance. <laughs> that's, that's no that's question. Thoughts. Yeah, and I I actually. I call it my hour of power. And it's one hour, gentlemen, one hour out of the day. Uh, when you rise, uh, I, I got this from Kyle Cease and it was uh, uh, RPM, rise, pee, meditate. And just yeah. get your meditation done brothers and get into that stillness and use part of that meditation as a visualization to create your reality that you want to create. And like Adam said, it, you've got to make this a priority, especially now with, what, with everything that we're going through. It is fundamental of creating the reality you want to create in spite of the optics right now. Now, For sure. uh, you, uh, when, when I was doing some of my due diligence and checking out what you were, uh, bringing forth to the world, I saw the divine matrix. And I just thought, you know, we're so on point with how you how we think. And I wanted you to perhaps share that with uh, the men out there and how that divine matrix can be can play out in every man's life. Well, cool. Thanks for 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 bringing that that up, Dwayne. And I, and I, and I, on my website, uh, I shared some of these initial ground, these works that are, have come through and flow through. And I want to just offer, to, you know, as a way to, you know, feel some, some, some satisfaction in your life. Right. Others, to, to really like going, well, wait a second, I'm, I'm doing the nine to five thing, or I'm doing this, you know, whatever it is. And, and there may be something missing and that's the creative side. Let's remember that that left brain, that linear, masculine, hard-charging, analytical brain is so powerful and controlling. But what about that right creative brain? That brain that says, oh, let me write down a little, jot a little word or wrap a, wrap a little song or make a little bit of an image. So the emergence of what I put forth, it just kind of uh, letting it flow, and there's so much more to it, is this idea that I begin in sitting in meditation to receive a vision mm -hmm. and I begin to listen to what is the matrix? What is the progression of the, my own evolution into my greatest potential into my feeling like I'm alive as a man. I'm, I'm, I'm worthy. <laughs> I'm worthy. I need be ashamed of nothing. I'm not alone. I'm deeply loved and I can love myself. And that, that, then that, that place of presencing, I received, received information. And one of them was this genius matrix. And this is a sequential movement, an evolutionary movement through my own personal path. Mm. And if you think about it, it's kind of like stepping stones on a path. You know, what are those steps that we can take Right. to expand ourselves, to ascend into our greatest potentiality. And because we have, like all things in nature, all things in the quantum field, we're in a progressive movement. Otherwise, we're de-evolving. Mm -hmm. Screwed. 
you know, and there's a lot of de-evolving going on. And that's a powerful, dark, momentous force. We want to move away from that, man. We want to step into our own power, reclaim it. So the matrix is a stepping stone to move through a series of these. Well, they're in the, it's in the divine genius, 13 wisdom teachings. Yep. And to create a framework of how we can apply these teachings, both in our body, as, as body intelligence, in our emotions. And that's another big thing here is our emotional intelligence and how shut down we are in our emotional deserts. And I was sitting yesterday in my morning work realizing, oh my God, I'm getting in my emotional comfort zone. Mm. Wait a second. That's a sign that it's time to make some movement. So the idea of the matrix is making that movement through the body experience with wisdom teachings, through the emotional experience, mm. and also into our higher mind, into the greater connectivity of soul and spirit and the quantum field. And to do so where, let's just say we are um, lifting our wings, so to speak, like, like, like the image, right. to do it like the rainbow. So I, I know that's kind of a fun little thought, but that's the matrix. That was the place that said, hey, come and explore this vast potentiality of who we are as human beings, as who I am as Adam, mm -hmm. Adam, little Adam too, you know, big Adam, all the magic, you know, the pain, the suffering, show up for this powerful journey of our own evolution, what Barbara Marks called the, the conscious evolution. And we right. are, we're geniuses in this, this capacity. Everybody has it. So I, I don't want to, I don't hear from people that say, I don't got that, or I'm not worthy. Don't give me that bullshit. We, we know otherwise. <laughs> you can't. Well, sure. speak to that a little bit, Adam, in regard, in, in regards to men that are going through the forgetful self right now, that they're forgetting their di divinity. They're forgetting that they are truly remarkable and all in who they are because they're allowing this, this current reality to take hold. And if there's one piece that you could share with the brothers in regards to tapping into their divinity, this divine genius, what can they do? Well, there, it's twofold. One is to first and foremost, pay attention to those aspects of your life that are not serving you. So it does require paying attention to maybe past traumas, events mm. parents, loved ones, pattern. You know, it does require doing something about that. We can't avoid it. We can try to drink it. We can try to sex it. We can try to drug it. Right. We can try to overwork it. We can try to do a lot of shit, but it's all there at the end of the day and it's just hanging right on you. So don't pay attention to that. That's one thing. The other thing is find one are two things that makes you feel alive. Mm, if it means brilliant. you want to paint something, you do it. If it means you want to go out and crush it at a sport that you love to do, go out and crush it at a, at, at a sport, but not necessarily to win or to lose. That's good. But to, to, to say to yourself, this is what brings me alive and take that energy. Remember that energy, enliven that energy. If you want to do something that makes people smile, share one, share, share something, share a joke, even if it's a bad one. I've got quite a few bad ones. <laughs> so, so anyway, 
look at those two things. I know it's a dichotomy and maybe a paradox, but through that, looking at those experiences and those challenges and those familiar imprints, it'll open space to bring in and enliven the passion that you want to express in your life, which is your genius and your gifts. Because right now, we need everyone. Everyone is needed on board for these great challenges to be of service. Because when you can show and serve something, that's the, that's the piece when you know that you're now helping others. And that's a great place to step into as well. Service, if you know what I'm saying. Adam Hall, brother, I am just so uh, glad that we had this conversation. I can't believe how quickly the time has gone. Will you come back for part two? I would love to have you on the show because brother, we can keep on going for a long time on this. Yes, no. you know, let's let's do it. And I, I think there's so many things that we can chat about uh, for men, you know, obstacles, we can chat no question. about relationships, we can chat about, you know, removing traumas, you know, we can chat about opportunities in the business world where we're applying. You know, there's so many diverse and important things that that I, I feel that men uh, are, are interested in and that we, we need together. And, and, you know, there's a lot of talk of, well, you know, women are doing this and women can help you with that. This is, this is, this is, this is man to man stuff. And if you know Absolutely. what I mean, and this is a place where, where I'd love to jam with you and get into a flow with you and, 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 and all the men that are hanging out here with us today. So anytime you just let me know, I'm happy to do it. I'm at a, I had a lot of fun today. I know we covered a lot of ground today, everyone, but uh, this is this is our time. This is our moment. This is your moment. I'm here with you. I know Dwayne is celebrating here and here with you as well. So it's just cool to be be hanging out and, and doing doing some good stuff. Indeed. So Adam, uh, how can we reach you? And also, how can men get a hold of the uh, Divine Genius? Well, uh, thank you for that. And you can reach me at www.adamhall.solutions, adamhall.solutions. I also have a, a nice thing I'm giving away called this little book of genius for abundance. So it's a really cool digital book. You can get it as this digital book and it shares a lot of, a lot of insights uh, around that abundant nature because, hey, who, who, who amongst us doesn't feel that, you know, it, it, a sense of scarcity at times or a sense of lack and fear? No question. You. So this is something that can help. And I'm going to be um, I'm going to be doing a couple significant summits coming up. Uh, one's Global Oneness Week in uh, a little later in October, mid-October. And I was so going to do uh, the Earthkeeper Summit in December. These are big events. I'd like to invite everybody to to join us there. We have folks like um, Dr. Bruce Lipton. I interviewed uh, Paul Hawken, who's a great regenerative environmentalist, Lynn McTaggart, mm -hmm. great teachers, all kinds of people. Eckhart Tolle, Dr. Joe Dispenza. Love it. You know, so there's a lot of exciting things that are happening. Come and participate with us and and uh, definitely, definitely look forward to hearing from you and you can always reach me. Perfect. On my website, you know, I, I'm the kind of guy that says, you know, hey, I'm here. You're going to talk to me. I'm going to be available for you. If 
feel free to reach out anytime. You can find that on the website. And, and gentlemen, I'll have all the links for Adam uh, in the show notes, or if you're on YouTube, click the links below and connect with Adam and also connect and get the divine genius. Adam, I'm so honored, brother. I'm glad you were part of the show. Be well, enjoy the rest of your day. And gentlemen, I am honored and touched that you chose to be with Adam and I today on the Remarkable Man Show. Be good to yourself and remember, you're not alone on the journey. I've got your back. Have the best day. We'll talk to you soon. Cheers. Thank you for listening to The Remarkable Man Show. If you like what you heard and you want to know more, go to TheRemarkableManshow.com. Subscribe on iTunes and YouTube for the video version. Now get out there and be remarkable.